0: love this podcast support this show through the acar supporter feature it's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment just hit the link in the show description to support now super sleuths book one the pirates plunder by em clark read by lexi chapter 11 escape taking a deep breath In case the water below was deeper than he'd thought, Sam jumped. He landed with a splash directly under the shack. Fortunately, the sound of yells coming from the rum-addled pirates meant he wasn't overheard. He looked up at the worried faces gazing down at him from the hole above and, giving them a double thumbs up, whispered, It's okay, not too deep. One by one, they jumped down into the water. The sleuths all joined hands, Sam leading and Zav bringing up the rear. They waded through the water, keeping to the side of the hurricane hole, where they were hidden by shadows. It was tough going, but they gritted their teeth and pushed on, keeping their eyes on the mouth of the cave and concentrating on pushing through the salty water one step at a time. They were soon shivering without the sun to warm them. Sam kept whispering encouraging words. And just think, he said... "'Going through water is the best way to make sure that nasty rattling cat can't follow us.' "'No scent to follow,' said Milo, his teeth chattering slightly. "'And cats hate water,' added Zelly. "'After what seemed like hours, they finally reached the mouth of the cave "'where the pirates' lanterns could no longer be seen. "'It's lucky there's a full moon,' commented Zelly. "'We'd have found that much harder without it. "'Yes, but we don't want the pirates to see us by it either.' added Sam, frowning. Let's get out of the sea and hide behind the rocks. Then we can watch for a ship. Sam clambered up the rock, beckoning the others to follow. There was an indentation in the rocks where they could hunker down and dry off, unseen by anyone either in the cave or out to sea. Meanwhile, back at home in Red Port, Widow Hanlon was very worried. They know the rules, she fretted to herself. They'd never break them. Something has happened. These old bones of mine can feel it. Just then, Anna swept in. Children in danger, captured by pirates. Widow Hanlon clutched her hand to her heart, her face draining of colour. Mother of mercy, she exclaimed. Fly to Captain Jet, Anna. We need ships. Do you know where the captain is? Yes, Anna chirruped. "'Then fly like the wind!' "'With a flash of green, Anna flew off again, "'straight to Captain Jet aboard the Golden Ram. "'Pirates!' he said shortly to his first mate "'as soon as Anna had delivered the news. "'Anchors away!' he cried. "'We'll head to Redport first, reaching for his charts. "'This island must be over here on this side,' he mused, "'pointing at the map, and Anna chirruped in confirmation. "'Mangroves!' Captain Jack continued grimly, a perfect hiding place. The channels are shallow around there. We'll have to use depth sounders to make sure we don't run aground and get stuck. Go and get the ropes ready, he ordered his mate, as the proud ship pushed its way smoothly through the waves. Back at the entrance to the hurricane hole, the children were huddled behind the rocks. ''Which way will Captain Jack come in, do you think?'' asked Zav. ''I'm not sure,'' Sam replied. ''Anna will show them the way.'' said Zelly confidently. And Pa's an amazing sailor, added Milo. I know he'll find us. I'll call Demaria, Sophie suggested. She can keep a lookout. She whistled. (whistles) And a few moments later, Demaria fluttered into view, landing on Sophie's shoulder and giving her an affectionate nip. Well done, Demaria, Sophie said. You were brilliant getting rid of Rattling Cat. Demaria twittered happily, snuggling up to Sophie. ''Look!'' cried Zav, jumping up and pointing. ''A ship!'' ''Be careful!'' said Zelly, pulling him back down. ''We don't know whose ship it is yet. ''If it's more pirates, we definitely don't want them to know we're here.'' ''I'll send Demaria to sea,'' suggested Sophie, and the parrot flew off. They then glimpsed another flash of green, zoom up to meet her. ''Anna's there!'' exclaimed Zelly. ''We're saved!'' cried Zav, jumping up to perform a little victory dance. Demaria returned, twittering excitedly, "'Captain Jet, rescue! Jolly boat on the way!' "'Let's wade out so he can pick us up more easily,' suggested Sam. The children slipped down the rocks in the moonlight and waded into the water once more. They were hailed with a quiet, "'Ahoy, me hearties!' from Old Pete, who was at the head of a rowing boat. "'Ahoy!' the children whispered back, a-grinning, and the strong arms of the sailors hauled them inside." Captain Jet's smiling face greeted them all, and he gave each of them a big bear hug. ''What on earth have you lot been up to?'' he asked. ''Oh, just bits and bobs,'' replied Zelly airily, and the children burst out laughing. Suddenly, a furious roar ripped through the air, coming straight from the hurricane hole. ''Looks like they've discovered our escape,'' said Sam. ''We got away just in time.'' Well, they'll soon have a lot more to shout about, said Captain Jet grimly. Backup ships are on the way to arrest them all. Old Pete will take you home. Can't we stay and see the capture? Zav asked. Absolutely not, replied the captain. It's far too dangerous, and we're not attempting it until dawn when we can see what's happening and we have backup. Anyway, I think you've had quite enough adventures for one night, he added, ruffling Milo's hair. Thank goodness you're home safe, exclaimed Widow Hanlon a short time later as she hugged all the children in turn, ushering them into the kitchen where a big pan of delicious smelling soup waited on the stove. The only problem with sleuthing, commented Zav as he eagerly tucked in, is the lack of sustenance. True, the others agreed, their mouths full. Oh, go on with you, said Widow Hanlon, rolling her eyes and taking a friendly swipe at Zav with her tea towel. The children grinned at each other. Well, we've officially been super sleuths and solved our first case, remarked Zelly. Yes, agreed Milo. What shall we call it? The case of the pirate's plunder, replied Zav, and he held his cup of iced mango juice aloft, crying, Here's to many more! The children clinked their glasses and took deep, thirsty gulps. That was a very exciting day, observed Sophie, but I'm glad to be home safe. Me too, agreed Milo, stifling a yawn. ''To bed with yous,'' said Widow Hanlon. ''There'll be no more news until the morning,'' she added, looking firmly at Sam, who seemed about to protest. He shrugged, smiled at her, and stood up stretching. ''Thank you,'' said Zellie, hugging Widow Hanlon. ''We missed you, Hannie.'' ''Oh, get along now, Missy,'' the cook replied. Her brusque manner not quite managing to hide how relieved she was that they were all back in one piece. The next morning when they woke up, there was bad news. The pirates had been captured, but Vile Vinicius had vanished, and so had Humberto. We'll need to call him Vanished Vile Vinicius, joked Captain Jet grimly. Oh, it wasn't your fault he got away, Pa, said Milo. If you'd gone in at night, lots of people would have died. We got the power packs back, and all the crew of the ship. The moving way has been saved, said Zav. Pa will be pleased. The other pirates have been captured too, added Sam, and that's a good thing for everyone. The pirates had been tight-lipped about the plunder when questioned. They have their own code and will tell us nothing, Captain Jet explained, but they are all members of the Black Cross gang, as they have the same tattoo. Unfortunately, we'll never get information out of the House of Vendetta. They're more afraid of whoever is behind all this than they are of us. The only good news is that they're starting the charts of the area north of Red Cove, so we'll be able to explore the bay. It'll be one less place for pirates to hide. Isn't it good we took the charts we found, said Zav. They'll help with the mapping. Yes, they will, Captain Jack continued. And there's something else. Here's an invitation to the palace for all of you. The king wishes to thank you personally. Great, we can meet Richenda again, said Zelly. You can meet her too, she added to Sam and Sophie. You'll really like her. And Clarence. A few days later, the sleuths arrived at the Palace of the Flowers. They were taken into the huge throne room where all-important events took place. There was the sound of trumpets as they entered and royal banners were unfurled. Guards in livery beckoned them towards King Lucio and Queen Aurelia, who were sitting on their ornate golden thrones with Princess Ricenda standing beside them. The king rose from his throne and so did everybody else. "'Thank you for your help!' King Lucio announced to the sleuths. You've done very well and saved the moving way. The people of Sandlandia have much to praise you for. They bowed in response. The king then called out each of the sleuths in turn and they walked forward so the king could present them with a medal as a reward. The shining medallions were hung proudly around their necks. They're real gold, thought Sam, excited to have some plunder of his own. We are also very grateful for the charts you have found of the area, continued King Lucio. Mapping is very difficult, but these will help Captain Jet investigate the channels north of Red Cove. We do hope you'll see Richenda more often. She could do with some company, added Queen Aurelia. The children all smiled, nodding vigorously in agreement. Later, as the sleuths enjoyed another celebratory feast in the Golden Pavilion... "'Ricenda seemed preoccupied. "'What's the matter?' asked Sophie. "'Is it the house of Contuti?' asked Zelly, "'following Ricenda's gaze to where Count Zuto and Countess Rosina sat. "'No, it's Prince Igor. He's here. "'Yes, he's the big man over there with the Contutis.' "'The sluice looked, and, at the head of the table, "'a huge shape sat, stuffing pastries into his mouth.' On his shoulder sat a dazzling white bird whose cold eyes swept the pavilion. Oh, ''He looks horrid,'' said Milo. ''Is he staying long?'' ''Yes,'' replied Richenda glumly. ''And he really scares me. And that bird is sinister.'' The sluice nodded. They thought so too. ''Don't be scared,'' said Sophie, giving her a hug. ''I don't want to go back to my lonely life.'' "'the princess continued sadly. "'Oh, you won't be lonely any more now you know us,' replied Zelly, "'We can see each other in the city. "'Well, Zav, Milo and I can, "'and we can come to your aid as well if you need it.' "'Oh, thank you,' sniffed Richenda. "'I know you would, but how would I summon you?' "'Light the bonfire or ring the bell,' grinned Zav. "'Don't be silly. "'The whole city would be alerted and think it was a pirate attack,' said Zelly. Pa's got a new invention called a talker-listener. We'll bring you on, suggested Zav. Great idea, said Milo. And I'll send Anna up to see you with secret messages, added Zelly. You're one of us now, Richenda, and super sleuths stick together. Zelly grinned at the others. Super sleuths, super sleuths, always searching after truth. We fear no danger or any foe. Where there's mystery, see us go. Elementary, said Zav. My dear Watson, chorused the others. The end. Thanks for listening. Look out for more adventures in Super Sleuths Book Two, The Royal Captive. Someone is kidnapped. Who do you think it is? The sleuths get a new pet. What could it be? Will the sleuths go to the north and visit Frenchtown? And what is Prince Igor up to? See you next time.